Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good whatever else it is, wherever you are. And welcome to Help Sheffield podcast number, I actually don't care anymore. The way this is going to get edited, it'll all be in the wrong order. So if I say it on the podcast, then that's just going to blow it out of the water. So I've not even set myself up for that fail. So 27. Yeah, but that means that we've got to do it in the right order. It might be 27. It might not. And we look silly if it's not. Anyway, good evening, afternoon, whatever it is. Um, welcome to the Help Sheffield podcast. Today we have Elf One, which is me as usual. Just for our guests there, we refer to ourselves as Elf One and Elf Two, just for future reference. Um, that, that, that name in there doesn't really exist. It's a long story. Um, and then today we have with us Elf Two. Hello. Oh, he's spoken again. He's getting right good at this. Um, and then today we have a guest who is called Erica. Hello. Hello. Hi. You have a surname, don't you, Erica? I do. It's Erica Hill. Good Good to have a surname. I like people with surnames. Brazilian footballers take <laughs> note. So, Erica, um, we do a podcast about things and people who are doing helpful things, hopefully, in Sheffield. So you are coming here as a representative of whom and what do you do? Hello, my name's Erica Hill and I'm the Fundraiser, Marketing and Communications Officer at S4Cs. And we're a charity that are based in Sheffield who work with older people. So we're all about combating isolation and loneliness. I thought you were going to say isosceles triangles. There. I know. That, that, that would be a big thing to try and cut out. You never know when one of them is going to turn up. Ooh, sneaky isosceles triangle in your bed bin. Ooh, never know what's going to happen. Um, so how do you go about um, sorting out isolation amongst the older folks of Sheffield? What are your projects? What do you have going on at the moment? Well, we started in 1966 as a charity in Sheffield supporting older people. And we found that there was a lot of loneliness and isolation within our communities. So we started with the Good Neighbours Scheme, which is where we have a, over 100 volunteers visit older people in their, in their home for a cup of tea and a chat. Obviously, with the pandemic, we, we can't visit them face to face. So we had to suspend that. I was booing um, the pandemic in case you're wondering what I was oh, doing. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing thumbs yeah. down to the pandemic. Carry on. Yeah. Sorry, Erica. I'll, yeah. I'll put you off your stride <laughs> so, there. So, so for us, it's kind of the pandemic has been a real challenge, but also it's been a positive thing because it's brought to the forefront how it feels to be isolated and lonely even if you're not an older person. So, so really it's so, sort of um, been a positive thing for us. So what we did when we found out that we weren't able to do the uh, face-to-face visits, we started up telephone support. So we rung our service users, we got volunteers to ring them, just a bit of a welfare call to see how they were getting on, um, just for someone to listen to, someone to have a chat with, have a laugh with. And those who were hard of hearing, we started up a pen pal scheme. So we got uh, members of the public, we invited them to send in cards, letters, kids to send in drawings and paintings and send those into us. And then we forwarded them on to those isolated older people in Sheffield um, just to help them feel connected, really, to stay connected. So uh, that was what we were doing on the good neighbour side. We also have the hospital to home scheme as well, which is where we support older people whilst in hospital, on discharge and in their own homes. We have special vehicles that we can take out and go and collect someone who's been in hospital for a long time and is a bit nervous about going home on their own. So we'll pick them up, take them home, make them a cup of tea, 
unpack for them, check the fridge for a mouldy food if they've been in hospital for a while, go and do some food shopping, um, collect medication, uh, deliver equipment, so mobility equipment if someone's just moved in at home and they need some mobility equipment. Uh, we also move furniture as well to make way for hospital beds. So if someone's been in hospital for a while um, and they need a hospital bed at home, we'll go in and move that furniture so that the appropriate agency can put one in for them. So basically it's all the things that a family member or, or a family friend would do if they hadn't got one. So you mentioned there that you've got 100 participants in your scheme. Are you looking for more on both sides? Do you... Yes, yeah, in fact, we, um, we've we just had a bit of a recruitment drive, which the Star newspaper has picked up with us, and they're running with a campaign called the Buddy Up campaign. And that's basically asking volunteers or people to volunteer with us. So to um, say that they would like to help basically with the telephone support scheme, because that's the one where we can get people in quicker and we can get those conversations had. We've actually got over a hundred older people waiting for um, a volunteer to telephone them at the moment. So um, that recruitment drive is, is being um, happening now. And we're always looking for volunteers always um, every month, not just January and February. Uh, so yeah, it's um, we the, the volunteers are the heart of our charity to be honest and they're the ones that help us do the work that we do they're the ones that um are there at, on the front line supporting those older people obviously i say this to everybody but um if you put any tweets out do make sure you copy help sheffield in and i'll share that out if you are looking for volunteers i say this to everybody and people know about the account and then they forget to copy me in and um or it in it's not me it's me and my <laughs> thumbs and my phone so yeah if you do put any like requests out by all means copy um help sheffield in that goes for any charity in sheffield really um as i said the only thing i don't do um for in terms of promoting things is promoting private businesses because i imagine that i'd get far too many and get swamped but anybody who's doing charitable things then by all means we'll share that out for you so we're looking for people who can either do visits when it's allowed or phone calls um prior to that um how long do you tend to do you sign people up do you have to do background checks is it a long process to get involved i think people often worry about things like that when they're trying to join things they do and to be fair we do need to do application processes because our older people are vulnerable and we need to safeguard them so the process lasts probably about a month um from filling in the application for us to go to get re um, referrals, so references from people. Um, we do a DBS check for those who are visiting face-to-face -face, uh, just to make sure that they're, they're um, the right people to support our older people in Sheffield. Um, so we do also have an induction process as well where they get training on how to deal with certain situations. And we have uh, the Good Neighbours team um, Tammy Wilson, who's the uh, team coordinator, and her team all take on a percentage of the volunteers and they have regular communication just to offer any help and support that they might need. Uh, so the process is is a little bit long. It's not an instant thing. But once you've you've done that and you're in place, then, you know, it's a world of opportunity, really, to get out there and, and support older people in Sheffield. And listeners, you have got to remember that everybody needs good neighbours. 
I was waiting for the uh, the neighbours reference to go in somewhere. Were you waiting for me to sing? It would, it would have been an opportunity missed otherwise, wouldn't it? I can't help it. It beats the uh, Vanilla Ice reference that I came out with the other day that no one even knew what I was talking about. But never <laughs> yeah. mind, you know, stuff happens. Yeah. Um, have you well, have you have you listened to that Elf too? Have you taken that all in? I have. Have you? Has you prompted any questions? And you? Yeah, I was just wondering how it's been affected. It seems like it. Obviously, it's very hands-on kind of charity in terms of working with people how have you found that it's been impacted by covid and how are you what are you doing to kind of cope with it yeah i mean we've actually um taken on more staff over the over the last year uh, to help on the hospital to home team because clearly the hospitals are quite uh pushed with the work that they have already and then with the covid patients on top of that so so what the hospitals are doing are trying to get older people home quicker and we can support them with that. So we can be there to put in a temporary key safe so that someone can go home and carers can enter the building um, without them having to, to, to open the door to them. And we can um, put in mobility equipment at home so that that person can get home from hospital. And I don't know about you, but there's nothing like sleeping in your own bed, is there? So it's you know, it, it's, it's just nice to get home. And also it protects older people from some diseases or some things that you can catch in hospital. So mm. we all know that if you go into hospital and have a long stay, there is a possibility that you will catch COVID. Yeah, sure. The, the longer so, you're there, the, the higher the risk, I suppose. Yeah. I don't really like sleeping in my own bed. It's a three-quarter <laughs> bed or a small double, as they call them. Um, I want a full double. I'm a quite a tall individual. No, it's called a small double. It's rubbish and wrong. I thought... I thought, I thought Queen was like a yeah. Anyway, it's a band. Yeah, um... rubbish overrated. <laughs> whiny single bloke. Um, it is now. Yeah, anyway, it's that. <laughs> we we so have to get end... distracted, Erica. Don't just ignore us. We carry on waffling. It's fine. It's the way it goes. Um, so, what about the use of obviously technology in this? Have you got any um, older folks who've found themselves an iPad and and got into the world of Twitter or anything? Um, I don't actually work that closely with the service users. There's good neighbours team and the ones that do. I'm the fundraiser. But I do know that um, we have had some online events recently um, called Music Makes Memories. And they're online Facebook events that people can watch. And it's on a Sunday afternoon. And it's some uh, wonderful singer, um, Jessica Brett, who's who's got a fabulous voice. And she sings old tunes um, through different... Um, eras really and she talks to people so it's a bit of conversation and a bit of a sing song on a Sunday afternoon so those um, wonderful events run by Kathy Marquick who who's a community uh, I can't remember what her role is actually she's on Twitter I'll tell you that much <laughs> she is yeah, yeah definitely Kathy's fantastic actually she's really big big supporter of um you know combating isolation and loneliness and so these events are the ones that she's set up to sort of help people um i do have i do have a worry about older people and technology and and so and technical what do they call it inclusion what is it the word they call digital inclusion that's it um i do worry about that and i and I hope that in the future that sm4c's can look at supporting older people and getting them online and getting them 
connected uh, that's something a project that maybe we'd be looking at I'm basically 24-7 um, help desk support for my mother um, yeah. because her technological skills are incredible. I have never known anyone kill so many electrical items in such a short space of time. You'll go around and you're like, what have you done to this? He's like, oh, nothing. Like, wait, don't even turn on. It takes 45 minutes to turn the laptop on. Like, this is absolutely corrupt to almighty. What have you done? Nothing, nothing. I'm not touching anything. And then sends me messages going, I've got this link thing. Should I click? Oh, I've clicked it. I don't know if I should have or not. Um, well, I think you know your own answer there then, don't you? <laughs> So I think she's six, about six laptops in about six years, a couple of iPads. Um, I think she's on a fifth mobile phone in about five years. She either throws water at them or just annoys them so they turn off. I, I don't quite know what she does. It's, it's a rare talent. That, yeah. that, I was going to say, that, just, that sounds like a talent indeed, that. I don't <laughs> think you could. I don't think most people could do that if they tried. And I love it when she sends pictures of her slippers. That is good. Mother, what have you done there? You've sent me some more slipper pictures. <laughs> In fact, I know a bloke I used to work with whose mum sent him 1,200 pictures of her feet over like a year's period because that's all she kept doing. She kept turning the phone and taking a photo of her feet and then sending it to him. <laughs> so every day, you catch some new feet pictures. There oh, you go. More than every day. Every yeah, couple of true. hours, would it? Yeah. Well, it's like engaging, isn't it? Um, sorry, I got sidetracked again. Told you it had happened. Did warn. Yeah, because I wondered about like the obviously these the digital inclusion issue with the kids and these the Sheffield laptops for kids that started. I wondered if they'd um, be in any position once they've got all the kids started to move on to the older folks with laptops, iPads, and whatever. Um, there's an account on Twitter actually. I don't know if it's genuine or not, but it says it's a 98 year old woman and she is absolutely hilarious. I don't know if someone's just saying that. Just uh, she pretends. Well, she might be genuine. I'm not sure. They've got like 900 grandkids and she just tells stories about the grandkids and now she's um, taking photos of her feet and things. I hope it's true. I hope someone's not just made it up because it's. Maybe your mum gaslighting you. <laughs> Brilliant, because that's what I need. Um, there was a guy on um, TikTok. He was an, an older older guy and he was doing recipes and in his kitchen and he did it because he was very lonely and isolated and thought that this was a great way to just sort of connect with people. And he's actually got so many followers now on TikTok. It's like Granddad Cooks or something like that. And he's absolutely just, he's loving it because he's getting lots of feedback and I think you know, comments. If you can get it right, if you have some semblance of the talent and be able to do it, then I think it's a really good way to communicate because whereas if you're trying to find someone specific, then you're reliant on that one person, whereas Twitter especially is like a world of entertainment, all sorts of yeah. nonsense um, that you can come up with if you want to. I can't remember what else I was going to say now. You'll have to cut that bit out there, Elf 2. I went silent and I clicked my tongue. <laughs> can you imagine that? <laughs> um anyway so yeah erica anything anything else you want to add so where do people find you that's what i always need to ask so people can find us on facebook on instagram uh twitter linkedin and if you look search for at sheffield for the number four and the letter c so sheffield 4c they'll be able to find us and follow us on there um and we have a website, which is www.sccc.co.uk. And there's lots of information on there about volunteering, what we do. Um, there's news updates, there's a blog, and there's also our newsletter. So at the moment you're looking for volunteers. Is there anything um, 
obviously you help people. Is there anything else anybody can help you with in terms of what might come out of this podcast if anyone listens to it? I think if if there's people out there who maybe are homeschooling their children and want a little project for them to do, then it would be great if they'd get involved with the pen pal scheme, which is very simple. They just get the children to do a drawing or a picture or write a little letter and explain to them that they're going to be sent to someone who's in who lives alone um, and just say it's a sort of a little letter of thinking of you or something like that and then if they go onto our website you'll find our address and if they can send it to us at our office we'll then forward it on to an older person so there's no commitment to having to volunteer with us it's just a a nice thing to do they may not get a, a letter back but it will make an older person very happy to receive some lovely work works of art by children in Sheffield I think you know for us that would be a great if we could get a response to that that would be really useful thank you do some of the people do they reply have have you started some sort of pen pals for life kind of things yeah at the moment we have 32 older people who are pen pals with with younger people or um, you know people of their own age so yeah at the moment we do have people writing back but we've nearly had 2,000 pieces of correspondence through the pen pal scheme. Um, so they've made a lot of people happy, the, the drawings and the paintings and the letters. I'll mention that to um, the day job, so we'll get someone to um, sort something out. Um, I, I was just going to say that, did you, I suppose you'll have watched it, the um, old folks care home where they put the nursery school kids in uh, there. Amazing. <laughs> I thought you were just going to cry there, Erica. <laughs> I, it was absolutely wonderful. It was really wonderful. And you could see the joy in their faces and the difference that it made. And I think, you know, intergenerational sort of communication is so important. And we should never forget that our grandparents and our older relatives have some amazing stories to tell. And just to sit down with an older person is, you hear so much. My mum's got. Sorry, oh, I was just going to say, especially when at the moment, you know, there's a lot of like I've I've got grandparents I haven't seen in over a year because they're obviously having to like self isolate. And uh, younger children in my extended family that have not yet met their grandparents oh. because of it, which is quite sad. So yeah, I think a lot of people are sort of missing out on things like that. I was just going to add there that my mum's actually only got six stories. She just tells each one of them fifteen <laughs> times. And then Are they all says, about slippers? No, she just sends photos of slippers. She doesn't tell stories about them. But yeah, yeah, she just tells you the story. And on the 15th time, you go, Mother, you've told me this one. She's like, oh, I don't know what I've told. And then gets angry with you. And then she starts again and then tells you that she does a follow-on story to a story she's not already told you, which is quite impressive. She's like, I told you this last week. No, you didn't. So, you know, it um, swings around about. It keeps me entertained on my toes. I need to make a note of what's going on. But so I'd give her a laptop to put it on if I didn't think she was going to break it within three minutes of getting it. So, you know, see what you can do. I don't know why I've started having a go at my mum. She's not even here to defend herself. Never mind. She's good, his elf mum. Right. Um, I think, unless you've got anything else to add, Erica, I think we usually try and keep it to around this sort of time um, on the old podcast here. So, have you got any final words? So, have we covered what you wanted to? Yeah, just thank you so much for having me on and letting me talk about the work that we do can I just say that all our services are free to our service users and we don't charge for those and so any donations would be greatly received on our website or on our Facebook page Um, but thank you so much for having me it's been great to talk to you both no problem at all and you too any final words Elf 2 or should we call that an evening afternoon morning wherever you are yeah let's call it right then thank you very much cheers I will now stop the recording goodbye everyone